Hey, Luke, have you been looking for a new Daily Fantasy Sports app? You know, I have really been jonesing for one. I got the perfect one for you, Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new DFS app for prop bets. They have streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top-tier athletes. Instead of the traditional salary cap format, you build your lineup around a list of prop bets. For each contest, you need to choose 10 of the 20 prop bets plus two ice picks that protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop has an over and under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded that point value if that prop is correct. For example, your man, Mookie Betts, will he have over or under one and a half RBIs? The less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth, and you build your team score around the amount of correct props you select. Got that? I got it. All right, so go check out Thrive Fantasy. If you use the promo code, Bring in the heat, or bring the heat, B-R-I-N-G-T-H-E-H-E-A-T. When you sign up, they will match your first deposit of up to $10. So you deposit $10, you have $20 to play with now. Go check it out. I know that we've already had some people reach out to us about their success. They've won some of their latest, uh, I would say, bets. So go check it out. That's Thrive Fantasy, one of the best and newest Uh, daily fantasy sports apps out there here we go Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Bring in the Heat Podcast, episode 35. It's your host, Zach, with the other host. Ooh. I'm here, Luke Monica. I was, I, I was, I was like, kinda, what is... I was kind of waiting for my name, because normally you say it, so <laughs> you always say, I'm, and here I am with Luke, and then today you were just with... Yeah, I was waiting for you. Yeah, I, that was a cue. Oh, wow. All I heard was... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what is... Ugh. I don't know. I don't know, man. Today feels like a very tired... I'm very tired. No, today. I'm not tired. I'm ready to go. It's just... I was expecting you to just introduce <laughs> me because you always do. I don't. That was pretty funny. I just... I don't know how to... I, I was like, are you impersonating an animal? What is know. that? Like, I, was, I don't even know. Park one time for the park podcast. Arf. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> <laughs> Park with time for the pod. Uh, Give me two more two time. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so we don't have any airing it out today, so we're just going to go right into content. So today's a great day. It is opening day for baseball, but we're not going to start with baseball. We're going to start with NFL. That'll give us some time to get some more baseball information as it kind of starts to come in. Dick into the routine, man. So NFL... First things first, I, I want to apologize to the podcast, everyone that listens. Um, I made a mistake. Jordy Nelson is not going to the Packers. He has decided to retire. You didn't really make a mistake, though. That was just like a prediction on what he's going to do. You, was, you didn't say, he's going to the Packers, it's happening, signed a four-year deal, told nobody about it yet. <laughs> 
I, I mean, I, I was pretty confident in my pick, though. I was like, yep, Jordy Nelson, basically mark it. He's, he's going to go back to the Packers. True. And true. he didn't. So I was wrong. Instead, he's packing his bags. <laughs> yeah, he's done. So I didn't realize he's in, he was in the league for 11 years. Yeah, he so, was in the Packers for 10 years. Yeah. Crazy. So I guess – I bet you, like – the Packers was probably the only team he was interested in going back to. They just and, weren't interested. Yeah, they weren't interested. So he retired. Um, Dude, that's got to suck. When you're like a pro NFL like level player or something, and you're looking for a job and just no one's interested, that's he, terrible. He he was a non-factor last year. and it, you know, He had two big games. Other than that, though, he was non-existent. Dude, how, my thing is, like, how did Derek Carr throw for 4,100 yards? Who did he throw to? Yeah. I know Jared Cook did really good, but it's not like Seth he... Ro- I think he had Seth Roberts and Nelson. <clears throat> Nelson. Oh, Jordy, Jordy Nelson. Nelson. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question, but... Um, so, good luck to Jordy Nelson. If you ever want to come on the podcast, you're more than welcome. Yeah. I just ice your knees, man. Yeah. Uh, so Cowboys are set to acquire Robert Quinn from the Dolphins via trade. Uh, Quinn will sign a new deal with Dallas then when he is finally traded. Yeah, right now they're just working out a uh, behind-the-scenes and extra details with uh, Robert Quinn's agent. What do you think of this trade and the acquisition? Uh, gives the Cowboys another pass rusher. Yeah, I think you it know. definitely picks up for, like, uh, you know, they just lost Randy Gregory and David Irving to weed. Yep. Um, but, yeah, they, they got that other edge rusher opposite of DeMarcus Lawrence now. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a solid pickup. I don't think it's a losing pickup. I mean, I think Robert Quinn's a good player. He's an established player. So I think that he'll go there and do I think he's going to be a game changer? No, but I think he's going to be good for them. I think he's going to. I think he'll have a good year, especially because Lawrence is on the other side of the ball. Yeah, it's you know? gonna yeah, you know it's they gonna can't free just, up. now they can't just focus on Demarcus Lawrence or just focus on Quinn. They gotta you know try to come and up with schemes to block both of them. You can't forget about Van Der Esch too. I mean, He's Van Der really Esch good. is good. Jalen so. Smith. Yep. So I think yeah. the Cowboys. You know, Cowboys are gonna be good. Sean um, Lee's still pretty good. He's just always hurt. <laughs> well, he's good for the three games he plays. Yeah. Um. So this is interesting. Interesting. So Luke was right on the money with this. So we we kind of I I had been in conversation with some people on Twitter about this. So a reporter I don't even remember who it was, um, basically reported that the Giants are interested in Rosen, and we had said this how long ago? Ah, uh, well, you had said it. I think it was the first episode I came back. Yeah. So you had said that the Giants are interested in Rosen. He fits their offense perfectly. Um, and you've always liked Rosen, and here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, Giants are in on Rosen. And I, I actually listened to our one of our episodes the other day, and it was the episode I said the Rosen thing. And I said, quote, I like Rosen then. I like him now. I want him now. Make it happen, unquote. And they listen to you. Yeah, Cause I, guess, I guess they listen. So, uh, I mean, I think that that is the most – I think the Giants or the Patriots are the two most uh, – what, what's the word? Meaning, or not meaningful, but um trying to think of the word. I best was some, fits. Yeah, they're the two best fits okay. um, because the Giants are at a position now where they need a quarterback, but they could still stick with Eli for the year, let him kind of learn the offense, and then play. 
And same situation in New England. You know, Tom Brady is not going to play forever. Um, they need someone to come in and, and replace him. They don't have that. They traded that away when they had Garoppolo. So uh, I think that... Instead of Brian Hoyer as the backup. Yeah. So I think that those are the two best fits for uh, Rosen. Chargers are on there too, but I, I could see Rivers playing a little bit longer, and I don't know. He's I, the same age as Eli. Yeah. He just has a better offensive line, and you can tell by his performance. Yeah. Hint, hint. <laughs> so, um, I just wanted to say that we've been on the money with our reporting lately. Yeah. And, and our predictions. And we don't, yeah, and we don't even have any sources. No sources. They're just, you know, we're, they're hunches. just. Hunches. Yeah, they're hunches, and they're coming true because we do our research. Um, but there was also one other, there was a team that offered a second round pick for Rosen. Uh, it was one of those three, so it's just not known which one. I got a feeling it was the Giants because I said the last time that that's what they would do if they were interested. Who knows? I I just, I don't, I don't think I would offer any more than a second round pick. No, I wouldn't either. He didn't grade higher than a second round pick this year with his performance, so. I mean, the 11 touchdowns to 14 interceptions is really, really bad. Like, Sam Darnold got good reviews because... I mean, he turned the ball over a lot, but he also made a lot of big plays and and did things really well. And I just feel like when I watched Rosen, he looked like he was scared or lost or like he just he didn't kind of look like that NFL ready quarterback. And Sam uh, Sam Darnold looked ready. Yeah, he just didn't have all the necessary weapons around him. But it turned out that Josh Allen was actually the most NFL ready, and that's pretty interesting because nobody really wanted him yet. The Bills got him, and they, he showed the most there. Yeah. And he had the least amount to deal with. I think like he, weapons wise. I think that Allen is just I think he was the best athlete in that class yeah, yeah. as far as quarterback. And nobody even expected that. He led the team in rushing yards. And he had LaShawn McCoy and um who's the backup last year? Just Sam McCoy? Yeah, I just had a brain fart. Oh, Chris Ivory. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Also, yeah. I wanted to apologize on the behalf of our podcast because we both called um, Sam Darnold Sam Bradford last week. We did? Yeah, we called him <laughs> Sam Bradford. <laughs> uh, that's just, that's not even like us not knowing stuff. It's just, just going. It's an easy, it's just rapid yeah, fire. It's just, that's, those are easy, easy mix ups. People know what, we're, what we mean. <laughs> Sam Bradford. It was pretty funny, man. I must um, admit. Also, the Giants. Giants are holding a private workout for Daniel Jones. Do you like Daniel Jones? Uh, after his pro day, yeah. And he did really well in the Senior Bowl. Yeah, he did. He was like the most talked about quarterback at the Senior Bowl. Well, he won along the... with Drew Locke. He won the game MVP. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him run a four six eight forty, and I was like, whoa! Keyed in on him. And he did pretty well at his pro day. Do you like him more than Haskins? Do I? I don't like any Ohio State quarterbacks. Because none of them have transitioned well at all. And that's going all the way back to um, uh, Troy Smith. I don't like any really tall quarterbacks. I love tall quarterbacks. Really? No, really tall quarterbacks. Like, like the above, Paxton Lynch. Like Dan oh, you're talking about like the, the taller than 6'6 six, six guys. Yeah. Because Eli's 6'5". Yeah, I'm not a big tall quarterback guy. Because anybody over 6'6", six, six, as Brock Osweiler's horrible. He's 6'8". Daniel Jones is 6'8". He's six eight. Yes. No, he's. I'm not. pretty sure he's six eight or six seven. It's one of those two. That's Look right. it up. And then uh, 
who's the Paxton Lynch? He's six seven. Yeah. They all sucked. Well, I don't know about Daniel Jones sucking, but I know that the the other guys. I think were bad. the Giants are interested in him because his head coach is Eli Manning's off-season quarterback coach, David Cutcliffe. They, he runs the Manning camp with Peyton and Eli, and that's who they go to to like tune themselves up and get ready for the season. So I think they either see a little bit of Eli in them, and they, he clearly has good mechanics. I've seen his tape. He, he doesn't look bad. But like with Paxton Lynch and Brock Osweiler, they kind of threw like Rich Gannon. They do that sidearm thing. They just have like a long motion to go along with it. So I think that's why they stink. I don't think Daniel Jones is that type. Um, so a lot of apologies on this podcast. Cause what did we apologize? Oh, we're going to apologize. Oh, I was a bumbling fool <laughs> last episode. Well, we're going to apologize on behalf of the NFL. Yeah. Cause dude, like I said, put it in simpleton terms, but yeah. So pass interference, which is going to be referred to as a Sean Payton role yeah. probably forever. Um, not officially, but by fans and football watchers. So now you can challenge whether it's a called or no call pass interference. That's good. That's I like that. You like that? Yeah. That's gonna slow the game down so much. You know much how in- many pass interferences are missed though? Like big pass interference. I, obviously they're gonna limit like which ones are reviewable and not. I I like the human error element of sports, and they're taking that away. Like there are certain things like baseball replay. I kind of like because. Like the Andres Galarraga. You know what? I was actually going to bring that up today. Were you? (laughs) I didn't even tell you about it. But, yeah, I was going to be like, where's Jim Joyce? I haven't seen him in forever. I think he retired. I would have too. But, um, like, I like that because, like, that moment at that time, it's so special. And he he took that away Like, I ruined Galarraga's career. I I know. That's what I mean. So, I like that for baseball. Like, but for football, like, Pass interference is kind of like a judgment call. Like there are some, the the glaring ones, the the obvious ones are normally always called, but there are some that are like so close, and it's like, I don't know. I feel like there's already so many flags in football, and now we're gonna start reviewing penalties, and like, I don't know. I just, I don't like it that much, truthfully. Mm, I I get it, but like, you saw how it affected it at an important game such as the Saints versus the uh the Rams. You know, that yeah, was, I mean that was that was pretty blatant. That was a, a controversial and blatant, you know, non call. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I'm okay with replay for. But like if there's if it's like the first quarter and it's second and ten and there's uh you know a thirty yard pass interference not called I don't want the game to slow down to look at a replay to determine. In the first quarter. No, I yeah, think they're like, going to limit that. I think they're like still refining the rule. I don't know like 100% what it is, but I'm pretty sure like, they're not going to do. I feel uh, like if a team's losing by like 28 points, it should be not Yeah, reviewable. it's going to be null and void at that point. So wait, so who chooses that to review it? Is it the officials? like, Or is it, it's a challenge? Like you would have to throw the challenge flag? Or like how is it going to work? Uh, it's to be challenged. So the head coach. All right. Yeah. That'll be interesting. I don't know if it's going to be a different color flag. You know, I think it's just going to be a, like a play that's a, like eligible ugh, eligible to be Challenge. reviewed. So, red flag. Boom. Uh, and also, well, I guess, I don't know. This was another one I, I fumbled the other day. Blindside blocks are now illegal, which is what I was trying to say when I was saying... Um, uh, players not paying attention and getting knocked off their block. But, yes, blindside blocks are now illegal. 
Um, it was worded so much better today. Thank you, Roger. I appreciate it. For, he must have listened. For the refining of the wordage. We have so many people listening to us that Roger got word. Yeah, I know. It's just not adding up on the listens for our podcast. Though. Yes, it is. Wink, wink, it is. Sorry. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this I read today, too, and I find this completely ridiculous. What? It's not that bad. So why do you have the eye roll there, then? Yeah, I'll, I'll get to So this. Cliff Kingsbury is going to allow cell phone breaks after 20 to 30 minutes of team meetings. So millennials and their damn technology is what you had to say. Yeah. Our generation is <laughs> we are We are millen- millennials. It's just so ridiculous. They need to have their phone in their hand. And I'm guilty of this too, but like if I have something important like a business meeting or anything to that magnitude, my phone is on do not disturb. Like how hard is that to like just zero in for 20, 30 minutes at a time? It's not that bad. And it's not like these meetings are going for four hours and then he's giving them a, he's giving them a break. Like I don't know. I feel like team meetings aren't that long. No, they're not. And it's not like they go for, like like you said, four hours. I mean, they have, like, several meetings throughout the day, so they're not just one long meeting. But I do understand why he's doing it. He's trying to connect with the younger players, and he obviously learned that from, like, his time as a college coach, and you got to recruit the younger and younger and younger players. Um, and also, like, the human, you know, like, attention span only lasts, like, five minutes after that. You're just zoned out. The, the one thing that I do like, and you kind of just said it, about a college coach going from college to the NFL is I feel like when you're in college, you almost have to be a player's coach mm-hmm. because you're forced to recruit. You're forced for, to players, for players to like you. Like you have to, you have to be more likable than the other coach, okay? I mean, obviously the atmosphere, the winning atmosphere helps, but like at, at the end of the day, who wants to play for a coach that they're not going to like? Where if you're in the NFL, you're gonna play whoever for whoever's signing your paychecks. So, and I kind of like it because Kingsbury can now take that attitude and apply it to the Cardinals, and he's gonna be more of a player's coach than probably more than like guys that are older. Why do you think Jim Harbaugh can't get that that big college recruit? You know, I mean, he gets great recruits, but he doesn't get the recruits like Alabama gets. This guy because. He's a jerk, you know. Not he doesn't get along with a lot of people. He has a lot of rules that, like, if you don't follow him, you're on his his list of guys that are like, nah, back of the line, bud. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. There's been like, Harbaugh's one of those guys that he's almost like Robert Griffin. Like some, he portrays himself kind. Like I wouldn't say he portrays himself differently, but like. You hear different stories. Like, some yeah. people are like, oh, he's great, and then there's other people like, no, he's not great. Yeah, you have to be, like, in his back pocket and his best bud to, like, be on his good side. It's like only the people that are close to Harbaugh knows how he is. Yeah. Like, everyone else, you just left with stories, and they're mixed reviews. Well, we saw it. It didn't. It transitioned well, like, the first couple of years in with the Niners because, you know, they made it to back-to-back NFC championship games. But then you saw guys like Vernon Davis coming out saying, no, no, this is stupid. This guy's an ass, blah, 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 blah. And he was traded. Well, and, and winning solves everything, but once you start to hit a snide or, you know, a bump in the road, yeah. that's when things start to go a little bit more. You know, players will start to kind exactly. of act out more or it whatever. Start, it starts to rot from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So speaking of the 49ers, actually, good segue. 
Um, the 49ers may give up some home games in 2020 to play in China. What, what? the hell? Well, <laughs> why? I don't, I don't understand is that. Is football big in China? Do they no. watch the NFL in China? No. Basketball is huge in China, but well, obviously. I, football, I don't know. I, I don't think... That, I've never seen football played over there. What time would that game start? Uh, no one's watching that. What time did the Japanese game That's start? It's like 5 a.m. Yeah, I'm not watching football at 5 a.m. I'm sleeping yeah. at 5 a.m. Yeah. Especially on a Sunday. Yeah, me too. Like, now, I think if it's like it, a 9 a.m. start here, I think it's 10 o'clock over there. But even then, that's still late. Like, hey, do you stay up to watch the second Monday night game? No. No. I Not used to, first, but I don't do it anymore. The, the first, yeah, no, I don't do that. Um, screw Monday night football. It's Monday morning football. Just oh, God, no. I thought you were saying, like, <laughs> no, nah, I'm not watching it at all anymore. I didn't know you were transitioning there. No, no, no. Imagine that. I would Monday never not football? watch oh, no. football. As, as, as stale and as much as people bash the NFL, I will always watch it. Yeah, I think that's most people. Like yeah, The, the very, fact very, that, like, people stop watching because Kaepernick kneeled and stuff, like, why would I, why would I ruin my own uh, enjoyment for that? Like, that's just stupid. Um, so, also, Raiders owner does not want to be on hard knocks. So, this is, I, I kind of, I don't mind this because, one, the Raiders were, they underperformed last year. I, I don't think they were going to be great, but I think a lot of people had higher hopes than what uh, really happened, than how it turned out with I Gruden. think it was just like, they brought Gruden in, you know, he was successful beforehand, and... You know, everybody was, like, all excited that he came back. And then he just... Yeah. Down. I mean, people... I think people thought that he was going to be... Like, the Raiders were going to the Super Bowl. Like, Gruden was bringing them back right now, right away. And I don't think he had the team to do that. No, so, and they didn't have the team before he got there either, you know. There was a lot of glaring holes, but people put him to the side just because Del Rio had him going to the playoffs two seasons prior. And, and I, I mean, they were my Super Bowl pick two years ago. Like, I thought the Raiders were legit. Um, but, you know, I kind of like not going on hard knocks because it allows them – it is a distraction. You, I've heard it from other interviews that I listen to and stuff, and players come out and say, yes, it's, it's a distraction because the camera is in your face. Daily. 24-7. Yeah. Like, almost all day until you get back to the hotel. Yeah, they're basically allowed access to everywhere except the showers. So they're following you all over. I was at the Browns recently, and I was just doing a tour of their facility, man. And they said the cameras are everywhere. Yeah. It's contagious, bro. Like, even on, like, the the sleds. The like reason the hitting I said sleds. that is because... Uh, did you watch Hard Knocks or no? No, I didn't watch oh, it. Oh, see, you're not going to get it, though. I said it's contagious, bro, because that was Jarvis's Landry's, like, big thing this year. Oh. He's like, stop being injured. You're going to practice. Everybody going to practice. Don't take plays off. If you take plays off, it's contagious, bro. It's contagious, and he just said it like 900 <laughs> times. Yeah, no, I didn't watch it. Uh, it was actually really good. You should I've watch never it. watched one thing of Hard Knocks. Dude, it's awesome. It's really good. Uh, I, a lot of people say they like it. I just, I don't know. For a long time, I didn't have HBO, and then I finally got it. But, um, so this is also interesting. So Tony Romo, who I like Tony Romo more now as an announcer than I did as a player. Not that I didn't like him as a player, but, like, I don't know. His announcing is just awesome. Like, I love him. But so Tony Romo wants ten million a year from CBS. He wants to get paid, and I think give this man his money. He's the best announcer you got. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I was going to say, <laughs> nah, that's crazy for an announcer, but he's awesome. He's he, so entertaining. <laughs> what I'm seeing on the field, because everything he says comes true. It happens. Kind of like this podcast. Ooh, you like that? I Maybe like we that. should get $10 million a year. <laughs> uh, do you think... Do you think, because people have honestly said this, and then this isn't on our list, I'm just asking you, do you think Tony Romo would make a good defensive coordinator because of his his ability to like kind of see what offenses are doing? I think he would make a great head coach because he can do both sides of the ball. You know, He surveys offense, and he could tell what defense to run to stop it, and then the other way around too. You know, He looks at defenses, he's like, oh, that's cover two if they run – uh, inside slants or blah 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 or post routes. He he calls it. If you listen to his bro- him broadcasting, he calls everything. I just say offense or defense because you normally see them. They they're on in the booth just like the announcers are, so you can kind of get that overhead view yeah. of the field. Where you know, as a head coach, it's a lot different. I feel like it would be a lot harder to see um, based on your viewpoint because you're you're freaking sitting right on the field. So. But yeah, pay Tony Romo his money. His he's great. He's funny. I love when like the ball goes up and he's like, Aah! he always makes those weird noises. <laughs> I don't know what's better than or you start this guy there. You know, I miss John Madden, but he's the best guy since then. Yeah, I just love it. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Jim Nance is good too. I like them as a team. Yeah, those two are. You could tell they're like boys. Yeah. And Jim Nance hated uh, Sims. Wasn't Sims in there with him? Phil Sims? Yeah. Yeah, they, when they did Madden, they didn't mesh at all. Well, but dude. they hated each other. Apparently. I didn't know they actually hated yeah, each other. Yeah, I don't other. think they liked each other. That's just weird. <laughs> so, um, the NFL will discipline Tyreek Hill after authorities close, inv- close investigations. I think we kind of already knew that. Which is to be soon, apparently, according to the article I read. I mean, I think if his name's not on this report, I think he's going to be cleared, and I don't think he's going to get in trouble. Nah, he's got to be suspended, bro. His kid broke his arm, and he was named in the first... <coughs> excuse me. The first report. Yeah, but that that's a different report than this one. So what are they disciplining him for? The first they report or the second report? They just changed it to take his name out, man. So they're doing the investigation to see what actually really happened. And do if the findings come out, this mofo snapped his kid's arm... Then yeah, he's gonna get. Well, then he's gotta get cut. Yeah, no, I've been saying this. I know that doesn't make any sense. Uh, Speaking of criminals, Demarius Thomas. He's not a criminal, man. He just. We got a whole bunch of criminals on here. (laughs) Yeah. Demarius Thomas pleads guilty to careless (laughs) driving. (laughs) Law and order. If you didn't know, Uh, Demarius Thomas pleads guilty to careless driving. Receives one year probation. Do you think he'll get picked up? Nah, he has just torn his Achilles. Oh, yeah, that's right. He yeah, got so. He'd probably have to take the whole year off. Yeah, probably. He's, his career's probably over. He just had the Dez injury. Yeah, I don't know what happened, man. Just, like, he got traded and just, whoo. Yeah, but, I mean, even kind of, like, the year. That that last year was just hit by far his worst year. Yeah. I mean, but he was really good for five years, six years. Like, the Manning years, he was good. Yeah. The Manning years. Well, no, Tebow years, he was pretty good. He was the only guy. That's why. Hey. Uh, no, they had a good tight end, though. I, I think who, Emmanuel but. Sanders, was he not there yet? No, nah, he's still a stealer. Um, yeah, so Demarius Thomas, free-falling right now. And then on to the big guy. <laughs> this is still this still makes me laugh. Go ahead. Robert Kraft pleads not guilty to soliciting prostitution charges, and he seeks 
a fair jury trial. This makes me laugh because there's video evidence. I don't. I really don't want to see that. No, I like know. how graphic is the video. You know, you can only like <laughs> imagine. No, I how don't want. I don't want to imagine. You but know? but why would you plead not guilty when five dollar five dollar? <laughs> there's there's literally cameras of you going in and out of this place. Yeah, and I, I feel like the consequences are worse when you don't just plead guilty. Like he probably would have gotten a slap on the wrist at this point if he just pleaded guilty. Nah, man. He's a no-nonsense kind of guy when it comes to Roger Goodell and facing discipline, so I think his, his lawyers are going to get him off. You think? <laughs> Not the way those uh, Asian <laughs> ladies did. But how is that going to happen if there's evidence of him? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that that doesn't make any sense. I, I, think, I just feel bad for the guy. His wife died. He's 70-something years old. Nobody really wants to, like... Dude, he could have gotten any girl he wanted. He's he a also, billionaire. He also could have paid for those same women to come to his hotel or his room, like, his house. He could have just... I don't want to sound mean, but he could have just bought another wife. Yeah. I mean, Trump did. I, given that she's mail-ordered, though. But, um... Yeah, Kraft could have done... Like there's you so like many- mac and cheese. <laughs> like that's his pickup line, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just so many other things he could have done, and then so I don't know. Like I just I feel like he doesn't want to get he doesn't want to plead guilty because he's afraid of being like embarrassed. I think that's it has more to do with that than anything else. This is pretty embarrassing. It man. is. You know, like we have one of those places around us over there down the road. I would never want to walk that, in. That, that place is always packed. I like, would, there's always cars outside. There's five people we know in there. <laughs> I Yeah, you know, I have a story. I can't share it on here, but I'll tell you afterwards. But, yeah, like, it's it embarrassing. Me. It's embarrassing. Like, I would never be caught dead going to one of those places because I feel like if I got recognized one time or someone recognizes my car or something like that. Dude, you know what would be even worse if you walk in there and somebody you know works there? <laughs> Whether behind the counter or behind the curtain. I heard, so this is a funny story, I heard that people, like dudes, get in groups and they go for like a, a guy's day. like to, <laughs> So like so like girls. girls yeah, man, a, well, you know, we'll go get our toes fixed, head to the Fuji spa. <laughs> I heard that girls, like girls go for the, you know, spa day. Yeah. Well, guys, I guess... They're going for the ah day. <laughs> it's a spa day. Oh man! <laughs> oh, that made me laugh when oh, I. Heard my that. birthday's on Tuesday. You, you want to have a guy's day? <laughs> Are we gonna be able to record on Tuesday? Yeah, I'll be home. Oh, okay, I'll just check. I'm just checking because it's, it's your birthday. birthday. Yeah, so I'm celebrating my birthday this week and then next week, and I'm not doing anything. To, I mean, I might have. Yeah, like, Luke gets to go to Cooperstown. If you want to see Luke, go to Cooperstown and look for Luke. I mean, yeah, I, I'll be like, hey, what's up? I got nothing for you, but <laughs> I mean, Cooperstown's pretty, like, it's a pretty secluded area. It's not, like, big time, other than the Hall of Fame. Make your way up to Cooperstown just to say hi to Luke. Yeah, come meet me at Cooperstown. I'll be at the Hall of Fame on Saturday morning. <laughs> You'll have to find him, because he's not going to be waiting anywhere specific, but... Um, I'll meet you at the doors. We should have included this with the Raiders, but this is funny. John Gruden cried for three days after reading Khalil Mack. Uh, why does that say reading? You mean trading Khalil Mack? Yeah. Well, um, typo. After trading Khalil Mack, uh, Khalil knows I wanted to coach him, he says. Then why'd you trade him? Yeah, he didn't cry. John Gruden does not cry. That doesn't make sense. I feel like looking at him, he doesn't... Imagine he that's how he cried, with just one single tear. I'll tell with, you what, man. With that Gruden face. The toughest three days of my life. <laughs> Great. 
Oh, that God. boy, he can bowl. I'll tell you. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. If you really like Khalil Mack, you wouldn't have traded him. They would have no. just paid him. I Yeah, I'm still confused as to what they're doing in Oakland, man. I really am. Yeah, they, they don't. I feel like, because, like, off the draft last year, they screwed that up big time. Yeah. I feel like they're just going to – they had two picks last year, right? Yeah, their draft was horrible. And then – None I of them – I don't like think – well, yeah, they did. Colton Miller did. He played, but he wasn't very good. He got it together towards the end of the season, like I said last time. But this year they got three, and this class is pretty stacked, so you really can't mess up. Maybe he finds a way to mess up. Yeah, he's going to draft, like, Nikhil Carey, number one overall. Probably. Uh World-renowned soccer, world-renowned English soccer player Harry Kane wants to be an NFL kicker in ten to twelve years. Do you know who Harry Kane is? I don't watch soccer, so no. Oh, he was a hero. But I did read this. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. He's gonna be pretty old by then, though. He's a kicker. True. Martin Anderson did play till he was like forty-eight. In a league that is desperate for kickers, why not? Yeah, I mean, but excuse me, but um, Vinatieri's getting like. I mean, he's kept right now, but if he keeps missing kicks like he did in the playoffs last year, he's going to start moving on. Sebastian Janikowski, I mean, I think he's going to retire now. But he's Didn't he tear his quad or something yeah. He like to- Yeah, he like tore his hamstring when he went to kick a ball. Poor guy. Um, so the AAF report reported uh, – all right, I read this wrong. Guys, I'm off today. It's okay. I think um, we both are. The AAF report of them going under is misconstrued. Why is that? Yeah, I read this. Or I read this today, and they said, or like people are saying, like the owner thinks that they should fold, and that's one of their options because the NFL is not giving them young players. You don't need young players, man. You're already a developmental like league to get these guys back on top. You have several NFL talents in that league that just needed some developmental like. Um, like training and exposure, really. You have Johnny Manziel, even though he just got there. Demontre Ooh. Moore, who's having Demontre Moore is bullying everybody in that league. I'm saying Manziel, boo. Yeah, no, that's oh. fine. Will Hill is in there. Will uh, Hill is an NFL player. Yeah, he just AJ Tarpley, who retired. He was an awesome linebacker before he retired. Young, you know, you have these guys. You need to exploit them, and you don't, you know. They're outrating the NBA currently, so they're not folding. People are watching. They're paying attention. You're providing quality football. You're not going to fold. So even thinking of that as an option, I think it's dumb. I think that in the long run, I would like for it to be a developmental league, but I feel like in football that is so hard to do because a lot of times when you draft a guy, you expect him to contribute right away. Yeah. And then like the guys that you want to groom, you don't what happens if they go play in that league and they get hurt? And and we see in the AAF, they hit harder and there's less flags than there is in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I feel – and a running back. Like, you can't send a running back into the developmental league. Like, running backs' careers are already, you know, slim. In the NFLPA, the Players Association came out today and they said that as well. They said we're not, like, 100% in on it because it could risk injury. You know, yeah, and like the the rules are different. So and the football the the football careers are already short. So you don't want to be investing money in a guy that's playing on another you know in a developmental league that ultimately might never not ever play for you. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's just like like baseball. You could spend ten years in the minor leagues and then finally make it mm-hmm. and play f- another ten years and and the MLB. Yeah, you're only thirty. It's not like a a physically active. Yeah, it's you know? you're not taking punishment. So I, I as much as I think I would like to see it as a developmental league, 
I think it's hard. I think it's more of a prove it league. Like yeah. like guys that don't did don't get picked up or, or don't make it. Like it's it's a, a second chance league. Yeah. It's not that like these guys these players aren't good. It's just that they're not elite. You know, there's a ton of good football players in this country. And having several leagues is good for them. It's a way for them to make a living because that's all they know. There's nothing wrong with having a step-down league that's still entertaining. It's basically the same level as college football. And college football drives crazy ratings. You know, yeah. And at this time of the year, there's no other football. You're going to get the viewers. You're going to get money. So, it, it, I don't know. It, does, it doesn't make sense to They me. definitely put it on at the best time. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's already coming to a close. Mm-hmm. They have three games left. And it's, you know, it's perfect because baseball just started. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't really watching much because I'm a little busy on the weekends. But, like, now it, I think the ratings will go down a little bit because baseball's on. But I don't know. I think it'll still be okay. Because, you, you know, there's some people that don't even watch baseball and they're just football, football. hardos, you know. That's the exact term I was going to use. Hardos. Yeah. Um, last thing for the NFL, Vince McMahon sells even more of his shares of WWE to fund the XFL in 2020. He sold $270 million and 4.1% worth, which is 4.1% 4, 4. worth. Oh, my God. You said it I am struggling time. today. Um, so he's still, crazy is he still owns $28 million Dude, shares. he's got so much money. Yeah. He sold like five hundred million dollars worth of shares this year to fund this league. I feel like he doesn't age. No, he does. Does he? Yeah. I feel like I, every time I see him, he looks the same. He's eighty, man. He's in great shape for an old man. He's eighty. He's eighty. No. Yeah. Dude, I'm looking it up right now. He's close. He's, he's not, not young, man. He's like the same age Let's as my grandfather. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> He is... 73. All right, it's close. He's seven years Seven off. years! All right, whoa. You act like it was a decade or something, man. Close enough. He's still up there. He's old. You don't see him on TV much anymore. All right, dog. Whoa. You yelled <laughs> at me. All right, so moving on to baseball. Yay! Top prospect alert, alert, alert. <laughs> Go ahead. Eloy Jimenez... Fernando Tatis and Peter Alonso all made their respective club 25-man rosters for opening day. Thank God. I am tired of seeing these kids get manipulated with that 12-game thing. Me too. For the extra service rule or time and get that extra year. NFL or NFL teams. <laughs> Yo, we're struggling today. <laughs> we're just going to delete this podcast after no, we not. upload this. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, I'm happy for these kids to make it, man. Uh, Eloy just got paid, and then next up's probably going to be Tatis Jr. But these guys are—they're impact players, you know. They're—they're they're young and they've—they haven't seen major league pitching yet, other than spring training. But I think they're going to be instant impacts on their team. Amen. And I think that if the Blue Jays weren't so bad, I think we'd see Vlad Guerrero Jr. and Bichette. But that makes no sense. If they are bad, why don't you let them play? I just, well, one, Guerrero Jr. got hurt, so he's on the shelf anyways. I don't but think there's room for Bichette right now. Who's playing short for them? I mean, right now they have, uh, why am I drawing? For, uh, Galvis. Yeah. But yeah, they picked him. But Lord Ace Gurriel Jr. is there, too. I think he's, oh, yeah, you're right. He, he's yeah. pretty good. He plays short. He's playing second right now because Devin Travis got hurt again. But 
He's Travis is really good. He's just always hurt. No, he is good. Yeah, he just can't stay on the field. No. Um, so this is from Rick Porcello. My agent and I expressed interest in staying in Boston, even taking a lower offer to stay, but talk stalled and no offers have been made. How do you feel about this? Uh, this is what I said last week. It is. Things that I say just keep happening. You mean on Tuesday? You said this. Last episode. Yes. Man. <laughs> I need a coffee. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you know, I I said him and either Xander are going to be the guys to go. I I don't know. They, Rick Purcello makes $28 million a year. And they gave him that money based off of his Cy Young year, you know. Uh, but like at this point, he's no better than a number three starter on anybody's. You know, he's, unless he goes to the Marlins, he could be the race. Now, what if he goes out and has another Cy Young type year? Then that's Ricky Porch lights for you, man. Rick Porcello's the man. I I love him. He took a line drive to the head the other day and he popped right up. Like there was nothing wrong. He finished the game. And he's kind of local. Yeah. He, I mean, the way he pitches is good for Fenway Park. Like, it fits that park. He gives up a lot of fly balls, but he has that wall to protect him in left, and it's deep and right. So he doesn't really give up a lot of runs there. It's just when he travels. So that I think that's why he wants to stay. Yeah, I think that. They just got to allocate the money, like, smartly so they can sign the key guys that they want to keep. Do they want to keep him? Do they want to give J.D. Martinez more money if he opts out, like I said last time? Uh, are they going to give Xander Bogarts that money to keep him? Who well, knows? I would take Xander over Porcello. Yeah, and that's what I was much, getting to. It depends how much Porcello is willing to take as far as a pay cut. I think he should be taking $20 million less. I mean, I wouldn't say he's worth $28 million a year. I wouldn't say he's worth more than seven. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's coming from... He sounds salty. Porcello's I'm not, I'm got not you salty. A Cy Young just... Award and a World Series. Yeah, he has, but I don't... Too, he was on the 2013 team, wasn't he? I don't think so. I think he was... Still on the Tigers? Yeah. I don't know, man. He got sale and price above you. If you want to make what they're making, show me something. He's, he's only make... A, he's got a Cy Young. Okay. David Price, I don't think, has a Cy yeah, Young, he does. does he? Yeah. All right, he's got one, but... And now he has a World Series ring. Yeah. So yeah, He's also David Price. Oh, my God. I hate David Price. Dave, why? I don't hate him. I like David Because Price, he finally but. showed up and shoved it to the Yanks? One time. I don't care. <laughs> Mic drop. What, what button did I hit? There we go. <laughs> um, so moving on, because we don't want to talk about those crappy Red Sox. Uh, <laughs> the Blue Jays. Oh, we have to apologize again. Why? Because last time I said that we were going to have the Buffalo Wild Wings atmosphere. We're not even watching one game right now. Yeah, I know. I was actually a little disappointed because <laughs> I asked Luke, I was like, when do you, where do you want to record the podcast? Oh, I think we'll just do it remotely over the phone today. <laughs> and I was like, I'm I, like Titanic music dropped. And I'm just like, oh, I thought we I'm were watching baseball. I'm just a little baseball. off today, man. I, I was late to work this morning. I woke up late. I woke up at like 630 and I had to leave at 630. I had a, like time for like a two minute shower so. I don't know. I didn't get to wash my toes. They're a little stinky today. <laughs> and then you messed up Uber Eats. Yeah, that's also a story. So I was Uber eating the company <laughs> uh, breakfast today. Uh, it, it was, dude, it, it was quality, you know, like, it was like 50 bucks worth of, of food. It was for multiple people, not just for my, my own fat self. And it was, you know, we were, normally, we've done this before. It, McDonald's is literally five minutes away from the office. You just deliver it right to the door. And you eat. Yum, mm-hmm. yum. 
But uh, today, the location just didn't want to update on my Uber Eats app, um, and it kept my home address. <laughs> Which on... is an hour and a half away. Yep. And they <laughs> delivered to my house. So they uh, delivered to my house. That's funny. I had to call poor Stephanie at 7.30 in the morning. She has class at 9, and she was up until 4 to study, so she was still sleeping. I had to wake her up to answer the door for McDonald's. Wait, so what'd you do with the food? I didn't even ask you this. It's in the fridge. Oh, so you kept it. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to bring it to work tomorrow yeah, right. and tell them yeah, to all yeah. put it in the microwave? <laughs> yeah, I, I owe it to the guys. I owe it to the guys uh, to have the, the McDonald's. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah it was a, just an off day, man. I feel you. And feel ya. one of the guys got me like a special beer. It's been in the fridge at work for like three days. I just keep forgetting it to bring it home. Just, so you're disappointed about that? Yeah, I was looking forward to drinking that. So And we don't have any beers with us today. I know. It's uh, unfortunate. Getting back on topic. Blue Jays traded Kendris Morales to the Athletics for minor leaguer minor league infielder Jesus Lopez and an international pull money. This comes on the heels of the Matt Olson injury. So Matt Olson is probably going to be on. They don't even have a. How long is he out for? Did they say they don't have a, a timetable for him? What's to come exactly? Back. Wrong he broke his hand. Ah, uh, the hammet sw- bone. Yeah, and he swung like he didn't even get hit by a pitch. Yeah, that's the David Ortiz and uh, Aaron Judge, man. Yeah, so they don't even know how long he'll be out for. So they pick up Kendris Morales. Who they couldn't have gotten anybody better than Kendris Morales. See, I think Morales is okay, but the thing is, they get, they're getting him to play first base. That's what I'm saying. He hasn't like, played he first base in three seasons. He yeah. can't like field. If they traded for Justin Smoke, that would have been fine because they could always put Chris Davis back in left field, and then Smoke just plays first base, and Olsen is DH. Or you know Matt Olson can play the outfield as well. Yeah, I don't know. I thought there's probably better. I would I would have traded Greg Bird. <laughs> you know what? The Athletics and the Yankees have that relationship, so I don't know why I'm putting, my, I'm, I'm putting my fingers together right now <laughs> on Zach's face. I don't know why. It might have been broken after the Sunny Gray trade. Yeah, because they don't even have Billy McKinney anymore. No, they traded him away to the Blue Jays. Yep. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> on cue about Sunny Gray. Um, so opening day is here. It's all, it's late, so a bunch of games already happened. I just thought the scheduling was awesome. You know, yeah. a lot of attention was drawn to the National League East division this off season. You know, Bryce Harper was the main attraction. Always has been really in that division since he's been up. But uh, they went right at it. Met, uh, Mets and Nats today. Degrom versus Scherzer and the Braves and Phils. They had Julio Tehran versus Aaron Nola. These were really good matchups, and they were very good games. I watched them today while I was at work. Missed the ending to the to them both because I was driving home. But yeah, what was the final score to the Mets Nats game? I didn't see it. Uh, it was very low scoring. It was one it was nothing one, in the eighth. I was gonna say I know it was one nothing because Degrom was throwing another gem. Surprise! He, set, he surprise. just set the record for most games in a row or most starts in a row with um, three runs or less. Yeah, well, he thirty. Was, he by was. The way. That's insane. Thirty starts mm-hmm. in a row, and I, I saw that Cano hit the had hit the home run to give them. The oh, lead. Yeah, it was in his first at bat. Mm-hmm. The Mets two nothing. One two to nothing. Scherzer gets the tough you know luck got, loss. Yeah, you know who got the second run of the game? Dominic Smith. He pinch ran for uh, no. He pinch hit for Degrom. I'm burping. He hit a home like run. Crazy. No. No. Oh. He, he had a, I think he got walked actually. And then see that that was my player to watch out. For, one of my players to watch out. And then out Peter for. Alonso singled, advanced him to second base, and then he he scored after that. Yeah, I mean, I think the East, the NL East, is going to be fun to watch. There's going to be the three Braves, teams with 80, the Mets, and the Nets. There might be four teams that win over 85 games. 
yeah, or an 85 plus. I, I think that's going to be a good division. And so staying in the National League, Kike Hernandez won the second base job for the Dodgers. I love this. I love for Kike him, Hernandez. Man. Yeah, me too. He's, I think it's about he's like time. super utility, and mm-hmm. he's hit like upwards of 200, 300. Against every, lefties. Every year, though. He's been yeah. doing this forever, and finally he wins the job. So mm-hmm. I, I think he's he's awesome to watch. It was just tough for him because they always the Dodgers always had depth. Mm-hmm. You know, even back to like the Manny Ramirez days when they first got him, they were they've always been a deep team. Yeah, and so he finally won it. So I'm pretty happy about that. Speaking of the Dodgers, though, did you know they're paying forty yeah, million dollars plus for players to not play for them? Yeah, I saw this. So I was Homer actually... Bailey is making twenty three million dollars this year. To not be on the forty man roster, he's not even on a major league team. He's he's like on the Royals, but he's he's not. He didn't make their team. He's in AAA. Yeah, they like released him and they're paying him out right. Yeah. yeah, so that that's crazy to me. I was reading that today. Homer Bailey was the most one overrated. Game, yeah, he was one the most game wonder. One, he was the most overrated pitcher yeah, ever. He was just you know he had two no hitters. Two no hitters. Two yeah. no hitters. But sorry, every other game he started was yeah. bad. <laughs> they're also still paying Hector Oliveira. They are paying him four point six seven million, and he hasn't been in the majors since twenty sixteen when he got um, suspended and arrested for the domestic violence. Yasiel Sierra that they signed to uh, fifteen mil or no, it was thirty million dollars, and now they they still owe him fifteen over the next three seasons. He's not even on the forty man. He hasn't played in their organization at all since two thousand seventeen, and they owe him five million dollars every single year for the next three years. They're still paying Matt Kemp, and they're still paying Carl Crawford, <laughs> who has not played baseball. Since 2016, Edwin Encarnacion just took Chris Sale deep, by the way. Nice. Um, one it thing is I, 4-2. One thing I have to... one four two Mariners. Oh. Uh, one thing I have to... I, I wanted to say is... So, Hector Oliveira, uh, Oliveira um, he got arrested. Yeah. To me, like... And he, he hasn't played in the league since... Can't, isn't there a way you can, like, void this man's contracts? And there see? should be a way. Like, if they have, like, criminal charges and that's why they're not in the league, it should definitely be able to be, like, null and void to save the the team money. The man shouldn't still be getting paid for committing a crime. Like, I don't know. Like, that. Like if I lost my job for something, like, I wouldn't be getting paid for it. Speaking of money, I have a joke for you. Are you ready? Yeah. It's kind of a, it's a dad joke, so... Oh, so I'm supposed to get it. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to, you're supposed to like, guess what the... All right. So what's six inches long and two inches wide and drives women crazy? Credit Try to keep... Card. Close! A hundred dollar bill. Oh, yeah. I was going to say a credit card. Yeah, my brother just texted that to me. <laughs> he, he said, yo, you guys should put dad jokes on there. So I was like, all right, uh, why not? What do you got? Does he listen? Yeah, he listens. Uh, or no, he's just starting to because he didn't know I, I came back. And then he said that to me, like six inches long to whatever, to drive girls wild. I said, we're trying to cl- keep it clean, bro. He goes, it's a $100 bill, you pervert. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Um, shout out to Bob. Big Bob. Uh, so... Continuing with with, uh, money, though, the MLB average annual salary is down for the third consecutive season. So does that mean free agency is going to suck again? Yes. Owners are finding every which way to not pay people. Other than, you know, if they're already on the team, they just extend them to crazy amounts of money over a long time. Yeah, I mean, the the Major League Baseball is, I don't know what's going on. I mean, that was, baseball was the sport that, 
everyone's like, oh, have your kids grow up and play baseball. They'll make tons of money, which they still will. Like, the money that they're still making is absurd. But it's like when guys like Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, two of the best players in baseball, are not – if wait, like what, a month before spring training is when Machado signed and then – three two to three weeks no they both signed like right before spring training yeah so i mean that's crazy most of these guys would have been paid the first day free agency started it's inflation bruh <laughs> the way the government's going and like the rate of a dollar today they have a checking in a savings like a dollar in 1940 was a million dollars today <laughs> that's just insane but yeah this year the average annual salary for the major league baseball in 2019 is going to be four million dollars and three hundred. No, it's four hundred. What is it? Four million three hundred sixty thousand dollars. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm feeling a little dyslexic today. It's okay. Um, 20, 2018, last season it was four point four one million dollars, and in 2017 it was four point four five. Baseball sucks now. It does. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But it doesn't make sense to me because like even guys that like Mike Trout. To his stature, they're getting ripped off. Like you saw, he just signed for an like an astronomical amount of money, but according to like his value, that's a bargain for the team because uh, analytics, like the people that do all the analytics, like all the analytical statisticians and the owners, they like value each war like one point of war at seven to eight million dollars, and he has like an average war of what ten, so. But war sucks, man. It does, but, like, the way they value it, I'm going to explain it. So, like, say Mike Trout has an 11 war this year. That means he's valued to, have, to like, make $88 million a year if it's for $8 million per per war, you know? So he's, like, getting half of what he should be getting a season. He should be getting, like, 82 to $88 million a season. He's only making 35 That would be ridiculous. That's less than half. That's ridiculous. But, but if anyone got paid saying, a, though, almost $100 million a year. Yeah, but, be. like, they're still getting ripped off, man. Like, his value is up there according to this stat. And that that's why it's not a good stat because these guys aren't willing to pay that per season. I don't think Mike Trout is ever going to complain. No. I'm just – I'm complaining for him. I got you. I got you. Because of that stupid stat. We like you so much, Mike. You need to come on this on this podcast. Yeah, we're vouching for you <laughs> to make more money. Yeah, I want some of your money. I'm not gonna lie. I asked, I tweeted at him if he would give us three hundred dollars for he our probably podcast equipment, us. and no, he didn't answer. I only that's, wanted was three hundred from. That's expected, man. Nobody wants to give handouts. Nobody likes handouts. I don't even want to take. I would have given him free exposure. To what? Our <laughs> ten <laughs> listeners. Like, <laughs> That's the perfect it's podcast. 10 more followers to his 50 million, <laughs> that's, I guess. That's, hey, he doesn't like to do a lot of media stuff, so that's it's a true. small small audience. That's true. Um, but moving on. Oh, breaking news. What happened? Jordan Howard was traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. That is another on-par call by Bringing the Heat podcast, along with more breaking news brought to you by us. Z Butter, Zach Werner. Called that three weeks ago. Didn't I say the Eagles? You said the Eagles. That's why I just grabbed the mic ferociously I, and swallowed it. That was that was. <laughs> you said to the Eagles, and I'm pumped that actually just happened right now. I said that because it was the only team that really showed interest in him and, and was a logical fit. It, it 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 doesn't seem logical because of basically the like they run the, almost the same offense as the Bears, but. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. They just like like Jay Ajayi was kind of a power back, and so I guess they kind of replaced him with with Howard. I love Jordan Howard. It's I'm sad to see him go, but you are know, you really though? I am. Really? Man. Yeah, because I said this in the other podcast when I mentioned this. He got us through those times when the Bears sucked. He was the only thing that we looked forward to. He was kind of like, you know, like even though the Bears probably going to lose, you knew that he was going to run for 100 yards and possibly score a touchdown. And so I, I, I appreciate the time he was there, but, you know, ultimately he didn't fit that offense. So he goes to the Bears or he goes to the Eagles for a six-round pick in 2020. That can become a fifth-round pick. It doesn't say how, but that's from Adam Schefter. That's really what his value is. I knew that a was next year's sixth round. I said that, dude. I do. I get picks like that for guys like Connor Barwin in Madden. <laughs> I said, I said a fifth round pick. So. Oh man, it, on the money, bro. <laughs> I said nothing higher than a fourth round, but probably a fifth rounder. On the money. So back to baseball. The Mariners just extended their lead. Chris Sale, bro. Come on! We gave you the money. Pitch good. They're going to lose to the Mariners. Who's even pitching for the Mariners? Uh, I want to throw up. It's 7-2. That's not good. Who's pitching for the Mariners? Do you know? I don't know. The Maranads. The Maranads. How you doing? (laughs) All right, anyway. Focus, man. Let's focus. Big names that didn't make opening day. Willie Calhoun. Willie Calhoun. Missed the Rangers again. Stop complaining, young man, because clearly you're not showing him anything. You've been a top prospect for like five years now. Grip it and rip it, or shut up. By the way, Sharanko can confirm that I called it. Howard to the Eagles. Didn't you call that, Werner? <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. Thanks for listening. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Willie Calhoun, obviously you're not doing something right. Uh, Powers there, but like they already got a player like that in Odor. So why do they want two Odors on their team? Nick Senzel didn't make it. This is a shock to me because I thought he was going to make not like a, a detrimental shock. Like I'm not crying about it and gasping for air, but you know, the, Scooter Jeanette just got hurt for the next two to three months. Maybe they're doing that 12 game thing. I yeah, but I, they've been grooming him as an outfielder, so I don't think he's going to go in and play utility. second base. I saw outfielder, center field. Because Scott Schebler's playing center field. Well, and because Billy Hamilton, they didn't they didn't resign him. So I think that's that, because Billy Hamilton's bad. He's a good outfielder, but yeah, he couldn't hit. He runs. Go do the Olympics. Do what Jeff Demps did. <laughs> um, this one was the biggest shock to me. Ian Happ. Yeah. Ian Happ yeah. has done well. That's okay. David Boat's better. I like Boat. I was supposed to sing a Spanish song today, right? Yeah. I was. I didn't learn the words, so we're not going to do that today. (laughs) Next time. I was surprised about that. Ian Happ was with the team the whole year last year. He played well. He's he's a pretty good utility man. Play everywhere. And now he's not even on the big league team. He's got to be pretty pissed about that. You know what I'm pissed about? Kyle Schwarber didn't play today. Good. He stinks. No, he doesn't. It's just because he was going against a lefty. That's why. He can't hit lefties. Uh, Colby. Oh, you can do this one. Oh, <laughs> your guy Colby Allard and my guy Tuki Toisson <laughs> did not make the roster. Um, Tuki had a very, very, very hard time this spring. Uh, I think his his ERA was upwards of 20. Yeah, it was close. That that won't that won't, uh, that won't get you in the league. That's not gonna that's not gonna make the cut. No, but. 
Yeah, so... And also, Clint Frazier. He didn't I, I already, we already kind of knew that was an Which is stupid. I, Cashman. Come on, Brad. Yeah, but at this point, I would have taken... Trade him. I would have taken him. Wade over Frazier. Hashtag. But then, so like... Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. Free so, Clint Frazier. So, uh, actually, though... Like so, the day after they made cuts, he played in another game, and mm. I guess it was like extended spring training or whatever. Yeah, he went five for five with two home runs, a double, and a triple, or something like that. And but an, you want Talkman, yeah, Talkman, Talkman, Talkman's not going to be there long. You want to bet? By the way, how about my boy Luke Voigt? Four hundred and twenty-eight foot dinger. That's like a pop up in Yankee Stadium. Three hundred. Or wait. What am I trying to say? What are you trying to say? I don't know. Three three run home run is what I was trying to say. Four two eight three three nine. Give us a call and bring a heat podcast. That's not really our number. No, it's not. But but, uh, it's on the profile. But uh, what is our number? I don't even. I don't even know by heart. Um, We we probably should if we want people to call in. We'd be like, hey, call us here and leave voicemails. I know, but we did four two four. Bringing the heat pod. Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, Luke Voigt. Yankees won today, seven to two. It's opening day, bro. Yeah, there's and the Sox are getting whacked seven. There's to 161 two. games left. I don't care with if their the, ace on the bump, dude. The Sox could miss the playoffs, and I'll still die a happy fan. Yeah, I've seen four championships. You've seen yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Hanley Ramirez made the Indians twenty-five man. That's Good for my him. guy, bro. You see my guy, Hanley Ramirez, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm pumped. Good for him. Good um, for him. Alex Cora is optimistic. The Red Sox can repeat as champs despite the bull, bullpen questions. Well, clearly, we now have starting rotation. I did it again. What? I said we. <laughs> they not claim a, you on your taxes, bro? I didn't even claim my own taxes yet. Um, no, but they do not. Do not. What, what is, <laughs> I don't know. What's going Dude, on today? <laughs> I feel like I feel like the basketball players from Space Jam. Uh, Someone just yeah. stole our powers. I, yeah, I feel like Charles Barkley, like struggling to bounce a <laughs> basketball. Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. They now have starting rotation issues clearly because Chris Sale was obviously not worth thirty million dollars a year. Clearly was not giving up seven runs. To it's Mariner. one game. He's not worth it, bro. Oh my god! Oh, but he has could, a war of negative five right now. They Zach. can they can miss the playoffs and he'll be all right. He's already ready to jump off a cliff through five Trade innings him. of baseball. Get him out of there. Oh, give my me god. Talkman. Talkman for sale, straight up. <laughs> Deal. Um, I, I think the Red Sox ha- should be a. Oh, little... he's also said today they're going by closer by committee. Committee. I quit. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> uh. I think the Red Sox will have a lot tougher time this year winning games because of their bullpen holes, and I think that they still have some issues in their rotation. What are the issues? Are you trying to say something? Yes. What's the issues? Uh, Besides Sale, Porcello, and Price, who are your other two starters? I could say the same for the Yankees. The Yankees have all good starters. Who? Tanaka. Okay. Paxton. After them, too. Severino. Hurt. He's going to come back. Okay. He, he suffers like Sale does in the second half of the, each season. Sabathia. Uh, he may die. Oh, my God, dude. The, the Yankees rotation is better. No, are you S- kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Dude, J-Hap gets mauled by the Red Sox all J-Hap, the time. I didn't even mention J-Hap. He's 38. He's 36. Okay. Okay. Dude, they, no. No. The, no. The Yankees rotation is better. No, it is not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. All right, let me ask you something. 
Who just won the World Series? Oh, my God. Shut up. Sit down, son. I hate people that... Enjoy your beer, sir. (laughs) Sit down. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, staying in the AL East, trying to get back on top. You know, we're not back on top. We're just probably going to keep screwing up, but whatever. Um, The Orioles open the season as a 2,000-1 favorite. Someone bet on them winning the World Series. It was probably Ducey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he likes to lose his money. Yeah, so. do see. You put the money down, didn't you? Yeah. I, I, you know what? I might put 200 smacks on them. We- <laughs> what if they do it? If they win... You'd be set. That equates to, like, what? Uh, I don't know, but a lot of money. What's 2,000 with two zeros, two more zeros? Yeah, but I don't know if that's how it works. I, I, I think it is if it's 2,000 to 1. I don't think so. Well, it's called Deucey. Not right now, but... It's a but lot. Even, it would be a like lot of money. $200,000. It would be a lot of money, but it's never going to there's no way. Like it, it just would never happen. So yeah. why even waste that 200? I don't know. They played today and I thought it was like a bunch of accountants playing. It was, like, it was bad. Know. Like it, when Andrew Kashner is your starting Remember opening day pitcher, him. but he's like he used to throw real hard and have some decent stuff. He doesn't even he threw 93 today. He doesn't throw that hard. Not anymore. He also had Tommy John surgery. Not everybody throws faster. He sucks. So well, we're recording a podcast. He's making millions. So who really sucks? Yeah, yeah. I make millions in my dreams. Um, so anything else for baseball? You want to give us an update? Um, Bob just tried the same joke on my other siblings, and nobody answered. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give anybody time to respond. Tell him. I guess he's got nothing better to do today. He called, but I had to ignore his call for this. Bob, if you want to be on the podcast, just let us know. I'll let you on one you day. Know, should we just call? Do you want to call him? Nah, nah maybe right. next time. Maybe next time. All right. Um, moving on to MMA and UFC, and we don't really have that much. This is probably going to be our shortest episode in the last three episodes. Yeah. Um, it's been like a long list, though. Yeah, we just, we're getting good at, at you know... Rapid fire. I think, we I think that's our track. issue today. I think yeah, that's we're like going track. too fast. No, no, I just think that it's an off day. Okay. It's kind of late. I'm tired. Um, so John, this is weird. John Jones teases a fight with Stipe for July, but then right after his fight with La Mareta. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. Uh, but I, I like this fight. The the. UFC 239 Kermit event, Jones versus Tiago Santos. Bro, if anybody has a puncher's chance against John Jones, it's the man himself. The hammer. Yeah. La Mareta. And he, we've seen him get rocked in fights, and then he still wins by knockout. Like, yeah. he has a chin like no other. Like, he's like... He hits hard. Yeah, he's a big dude. You know he used to fight 170? Yeah, I know. He's huge, dude. Well, shit. I guess you did know. Damn. You're like, yeah, I know. Oh, I didn't mean to say it like that. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like I that. I know, okay? I do know. Don't tell me something I don't know, Zach. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that, I still think John Jones is going to win because he's more well-rounded. Yeah. But He'll just do the same thing he did with uh, Anthony Smith. Yeah, but I feel like Santos is more dangerous than Anthony Smith. Santos. Am I not saying it right? No, I just wanted to say Santos. Okay. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that John Jones? It's a closer fight, or no, do you think John it's Jones round two? Round two knockout? No, finish. Not knockout necessarily, but okay. just John Jones finish. All right. Uh, and then the next fight that was also introduced or announced as a co-main event for that same card, UFC two thirty nine. I'll probably buy it. Uh, thank you, ESPN Plus. 
Um, Amanda Nunez versus Holly Holm. We were just recently talking about Holly Holm. Signing Holly Holm's s- going to get killed. You think so? Yeah. Really? Yes. She's a boxer, though. Yeah, but she I, she doesn't pack the power that... Uh, she doesn't pack a punch. Yeah, not like Amanda Nunez. Well... Amanda Nunez, sometimes I wonder if she got some junk in her trunk. What kind of junk? Male parts. Oh, well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> um, so you're saying she's just a lion, not a lioness? Yes. Gotcha. We're keeping it clean now. Yeah. Today was a big fight for fighting, or a big day for fighting. See, dude, I can't talk, man. Like, <laughs> big day for fight announcements. Yep. Cejudo and Marlon Marais. Marais. Yeah, dude. You like what that? I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, they announced their fight for 238. Marais is going to get destroyed. Now, that one sounded Asian. We, uh, he, uh, he's not going to get destroyed. Though. You don't think so? No, I think it'll be an even fight. He'll, like, Sudo will out-wrestle him, yeah. But he's been on a tear, though. They both have. Yeah, well, yeah, I know, but... Do you think this was the fight to make at 135, though? I, I'm... What were the other... I, I mean, I like Benavidez, and I like... Uh, who's the other guy that just won? Formiga. Yeah, no. He, yeah, yeah, Juicy A Formiga. Figueredo. Yeah, so I, I like Benavidez. I think I, I would have rather seen Benavidez fight. Uh, yeah, I'm just tired of the double champ thing. Yeah. Like the champ champ thing, I'm tired of it. It's ruining divisions. If this is the case, let's just do open weight. No no, no weight limit. Everybody weighs in whatever the hell they want. We'll have Brock Lesnar fight Mighty Mouse Johnson. Just have one strap. <laughs> Oh why God. not? I do, that, they, I do that in UFC 3. They did that in UFC 1, like the pay-per-view. So yeah, why no, not do it now? That was a long time. That will never get approved by the commission. And screw the commission. They like This champ champ stuff's stupid. we got to wait 10 years for people to fight. Yeah. Everybody fails drug tests now. Yeah. And Actually do your job and test people. Yeah. I'm leaping. What is this garbage? <laughs> uh, God, this podcast is all over the place today. Uh that's so. That's for two thirty eight UFC two thirty eight, and then Rose Namajunas versus Jessica Andrade for UFC or at UFC two thirty seven. I'm assuming that's for the belt, obviously. Right. Is Rose fighting? Yeah, it's for the belt. I'm just, I'm just saying. Is she the, is she the champ? Yeah, she's not I, fighting I, for free. I just had to check because I wasn't sure because she hasn't fought in so long if she got stripped or not. Oh, you you know what? She's really hot with long hair. Yeah, she looked way. She looks way different with yeah. long hair. Yeah, I don't like her with a shaved head. I don't know why. Long she hair. It. She's a very beautiful woman. I thought that she was like a lesbian, and that's why she was like shaving it. But she's not. She's got a husband. Mm, I don't know. Hey, to each his own. To each exactly. So to whatever. Um, is it wait? Is it to each their own or to each? I don't know. How would you say it? To, to each, each his, his own. own? <laughs> like peaches, <laughs> like peaches without the p. Like yeah, each I guess. Is, I don't know. To each his own. Or is it apostrophe S? Like they're owning the each. I I don't know. I'm not an English teacher. I don't know. Whatever, man. Those that know. can't teach, teach Jim. Those that... Teach Jim. No, those that teach. can't do, teach. Those that can't teach, teach Jim. There you go. You're full of all these things, huh? Uh, teach their own. <laughs> to each his own. Next. Robbie Lawler versus Tyron, Tyron Woodley 2. <laughs> 
delete this and just start over. Oh my god. You know what? Call it a day. We'll we'll come back tomorrow. We're almost done. This is a full bloopers episode. Uh. So Tyron Woodley and Robbie Lawler will fight uh, in Minneapolis on June 29th. This is a weird pair. I like it. I'm going to be excited for it. But I thought Tyron Woodley would fight someone else. Like, kind of like... Is is Robbie Lawler really in title contention? Like, if he wins this fight, does it bump him up to contender? Like number one, like he's to me, still like, the, yeah, he's not in the top ten anymore. To I me, think, Tyron, I think he is ten. Right? To me, Tyron. Oh, oh my! Tyron Zach Woodley, just broke his phone. Tyron Woodley is still the number one contender because he just lost the belt. I. You know what? That's another thing I don't like. The the, the champion losing their belt and they instantly get a rematch. Why? Well, Especially if you get smacked. Yeah, I don't think he should get the rematch right away. Like, I think it should be Covington and Usman. Yeah. But I think that... And then after that, whoever number two is. Who's number two right now? Well, I think Woodley deserves to fight the winner of that. See if he can do it again. If he, he gets not. destroyed, then he's done. Then he drops more. I would say he needs to win one before he goes back for the that's what I'm, Well, that's what I'm saying. But, like, to me, Robbie Lawler is not that fight. Because Robbie Lawler is 10. Make him an Askren fight. No, they're buddies. They're never going to fight. I know. They're never going to fight. And you know what's funny? Who else in that division could they have fought? Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. Masvidal. Game bread, baby. Yeah, put game bread in there. Mm. I don't know. I think that that's what should have happened, in my opinion. But I think it'll be a great fight. Yeah. And then, after that, our boy Derek Lewis finally got his knee fixed that we talked about before where he tore his ACL seven years ago. He'll be out for four to six months. And that seems like not a long time. That just seems like the the standard wait for, your, like, in between fights. So. Yeah. He's going to come back too quick, and then he's, something else is going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> My balls was hot. <laughs> I just had to go number two. <laughs> Ronda Rousey, wait. All right. Um, and then, no, Donald Trump. <clears throat> what did you say about that? Oh, USA in this hoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump called me, oh, told me to knock this Russian bleep out. He bleeped it. He could have said mofo. I said mofo earlier. Mofo out. There you go. Bleep. Kane Velasquez. This is weird, too. He was training at the NXT Performance Center for WWE not too long ago, and now he has signed a deal to make his pro wrestling debut at Triple Mania, which is obviously not WrestleMania, which is next week, April 5th, or April 7th, and I will be in attendance. Yes, I do. I can't tell you. I'm gonna continue finishing that news, but I can't tell you how excited I am. This is like a lifelong boyhood dream of mine. I'm a 23 year old grown man, <laughs> ecstatic to go to WrestleMania. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people there feeling the same way. Yeah, guys, probably older than you, dude. If I could, I would dress up as like the Ultimate Warrior or something. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> Just awesome. Wearing a speedo and having like, you know, those flares off my arms. <laughs> Just sprinting everywhere, I would totally do it. That'd be awesome. But back to Cain Velasquez, yes, he's making his debut at Triple Mania for Triple A, which is a Mexican pro wrestling organization. My, I, I was watching uh, some videos from that Triple A thing, and it's all luchadors. I'm pretty sure they were using fake fire on a on a table. How do you and use put someone, fake fire? Like it, it wasn't like. It, it <laughs> like fake, like it digital like, fire. Well, no, it looked like, like it's like. You ever, like, pap- this you ever see like the paper that looks like fire? Like yeah, the tissue ha- paper. Yeah, that that's we- what it looked like. <laughs> wow, that is pretty bad. How would you? 
How does that work? Dude, the guy got slammed on the table. Yeah. And, like, never caught on fire, and he, like, laid on the, like... You know what's crazy? Did you ever see the Edge versus Mick Foley match at WrestleMania? I know we're not really big into, like, WWE. I think... We talk about it here and there. Yeah. I I would like to talk about it more. We can. I, re- I really would. All right. It's my passion. Okay. All right. Anyway. anyway, continue. But, yeah, the Edge versus Mick Foley match at WrestleMania, I think it was 23. That was nuts, dude. Edge lit the table on fire. Fire! He lit it on fire, and then he oh speared. Oh my! Dude, he God. speared Mick Foley through it, and he was on fire. Like Mick Foley was lit. Did they have to extinguish him? Yeah, he was lit ablaze. <laughs> the man's back was full flame. Go back and watch it. WWE Network, nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> I know I have it. Me too. Um, last thing. The last thing we got. Go ahead. Oh, take it away. Thank God, I can't. This episode needs to be over, dude. <laughs> All right. So wow. we no, we enjoy doing this. No, I I love doing this, but today's just not our day. No, it's not. not we'll our come day. back better and stronger than ever. I feel like we went twelve steps forward and forty steps back today. No, we didn't go back. We just kind of, I don't know. Go ahead, last news. My phone's blown up. I'm sorry. Um, it started off with the phone call. Yeah, yeah, that just screwed Bob. <laughs> uh, anyway, one uh, FC who recently acquired Demetrius Mighty Miles Johnson. Mighty Mouse. They recently re- uh, acquired Mighty Mouse. I said Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they were just do it, man. One FC yeah. de- is debuting Mighty Mouse and Eddie Alvarez in a flyweight and lightweight Grand Prix tournament. Starting on the same night, uh, I was trying to say that Mighty Mouse was traded for Ben Askren. That's what I was trying to say. Like recently acquired for Ben Askren. Yes, he was. That wraps it up. What I got nothing. Th- what do you think about say? that Grand Prix? Uh, they need to do that more. I like those. They need to do that in the UFC. Yeah, I like them. So inst- when there's a vacated belt or you strip someone, mm-hmm. throw a tournament on there, especially for like a division that needs more exposure. The flyweights. Yeah, so do it for that. Yep. Because people are going to watch it. I think it's cool. They should do that right now for the Bantamweight because it's open. Like, I don't Instead really... of having one set fight, they should have done like a top eight tournament. And I didn't watch Bellator much, but, like, I watched, I think, all those Grand Prix fights. I did. Yeah. The Mavitrions, the Ryan Baders, Fedor Emelianenko. Mm-hmm. Rampage. I can say that, but I can't <laughs> say Mighty Mouse Johnson got traded for Ben Askren. But you I can say Emelianenko. Right yeah. That's about how our podcast went today. So, make sure. <laughs> you, know what's a, you know what rhymes with Emelianenko? What? Zach Sharanko. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for episode 35. It was a little bit of a rocky one, but we got through it. All right, sometimes you don't have your best stuff, but you find a way to work through it. Um, Make sure to check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Podcaster, anything, any basically anywhere that you can listen to a podcast, we're on it. So just search uh, search up Bring in the Heat Podcast, and we're on there. You'll see our little weird logo. Um, and go give us a listen. Um, also, on YouTube, I'm posting the episodes on YouTube. They might be a couple days late, but they do go up there. It's kind of boring because there's no video. It's just the, our picture. But if you're coming out, soon, coming soon. It, yeah, we're 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 currently working on uh, live streaming some of our stuff, but it's kind of in the works, so we're still working on it. But make sure to check out our YouTube channel. I've actually been Luke and I have actually been on PlayStation, and I've been live streaming at my place. But Luke's in that party, play video games, Apex Legends, anything, and we just talk sports and have a fun time on PlayStation. 
PlayStation. It's not really completely related to this, but I know that our conversations and stuff that we have on PlayStation is, is pretty fun. So I figured I would start live streaming it. So make sure you check us out. It's under Bringing the Heat Podcast on YouTube as well. And every time I stream, I post that I'm going to stream on YouTube. So if you follow us on Twitter, you can check it out on there. And basically, I'll, I'll put the link up too so you guys can check on it. But um, other than that, you got anything else? I don't. I'm just dis. I'm dis. I- <laughs> you can't even say I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in my performance today. Yeah, it was a it was a bad day, but you know what? We got through it. Still some good content. Still some still some funny stuff. So uh, make sure you give us a follow. Uh, tell everybody about us. Like us on uh, Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star rating. Give us some comments. Leave us some feedback. Uh, even send us some messages or. Uh, tweet at us on twitter give us some feedback tell us what you want us to talk about what what do you want us to go more in depth on we will make sure to mention you on the podcast so thanks for listening um can't wait for tuesday should be another action-packed episode hopefully we can speak on tuesday um other than that have a good weekend everybody enjoy baseball enjoy the second half of opening day because the other teams will play tomorrow and peace out everybody we Boom, boom, man, the zoom, 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 zo